is Benson Griper, 718-339-6020. The text is 347-927-8398. Text uh, comments or donations. And live from the radio, 712-432-4217. And then www.jrootradio.com. And we always just talk about safety a little bit, especially the cold weather now. Be very careful, not only dressing up, and children dressing up, but going out and crossing in the dark. Now already the streets are icy. We all know this already, but how many people have fell during the icy times? Got <clears throat> very sick during these times. And one is housed too. Important to keep warm, of course. And then the regular safety stuff. With uh, <clears throat> fire alarms, fire protectors, and knives and other things laying around. Be very, very cautious concerning safety. It's urgent. To keep it in mind, safety, safety tape is very important not to be lax. Now Hanukkah is coming, we know. And the same thing, <clears throat> there have been stories, unfortunately, that people have lost children and lost homes because of Hanukkah fires. So be very, very, very cautious, very cautious. So this week, <clears throat> heard the... Uh, but I'm going to speak and he brought up the idea <clears throat> that Yaakov fought the Malach of Esav and it seems like a Ruchan used to take a fight <clears throat> and as they fought they fought at a place called Shabak Abak Vak means dust so one question the Rav asks why dust why at this place called dust Avak means like a tinge, a little piece, it's a little nothing almost. And the second <clears throat> was the Malach, after losing to Yaakov, gave Yaakov the name Yisrael, which is also strange. An enemy, an evil enemy giving us our name. So we have continued with an incredible insight that when the ace of Malach addresses Yaakov, he's in the form of a Yomer, speaking to him. And later on, when Hashem gave the name, dealing with Kra, Vikra, which we call, this is your name. The Rav explained the difference by Yomer here means speaking to. <clears throat> in other words, in a certain way, that would boost him up because Yaakov was known for Akev, a heel, a nova. Another just um oh everything's Hashem. Even went to meet the Mali, even went to meet Asa, the similar thing. I'm looking at my own frailties, looking at my own maybe I messed up and then also I have to protect my family. But you see, Akov always very, very humble and honor, and this was his great quality, his strength. So the Malik Asa said the Yomer in a way saying, Ah, you are great. Israel, now you're Israel, the elite society. Now you're the leader, and you 
and accolades and accolades and all trying to build up in Yaakov Gaiva. Ah, you know, pretty good after all. A little bit, a little bit. We feel good when people compliment us. <clears throat> and we feel good. It's like us a little bit. We forget that Hashem gave its power to do it and the other person's complimenting us. It's just chizuk from Hashem. But it's normal. So the ace of Malak was trying to conjure, trying to get Yaakov to have some gaiva. <clears throat> as soon as he would have some arrogance, bang, then he would get him. It was all a cunning plan to get Yaakov. So you see here <clears throat> that Gaiva is a dangerous thing. And that that's what he was going to get Yaakov on. So when the shear ended, the Rav was talking to some Tamidim about his whole idea of Gaiva and Anav. He was telling, telling about his personal life, saying, eight minutes before this year, I picked up the safer that I use today. I don't use my own stuff. I want to use someone else's. And second, every activity in the shul and yeshiva, I do not try to ask for help. No shamish. No one to help me. Shalashudas and different inyanam. You know, I know Rav takes out the garbage. So he says, why? <clears throat> because this aspect of gaiva. He said, if I feel a little bit of gaiva, I feel a little bit, too much, it's me. So then I'll lose siyata deshmaya. I'll use the help of Hashem. That Hashem won't send the right ideas into my head in general. So he was expressing, even the talk was all from siyata deshmaya. Not, not my safer. So you see a biggest side <clears throat> that a person who works on being an anav, realizing everything is Kodesh Baruch Hu, and then it gets back to the place. Shabak, abak, dust. That's what the whole thing was about. He's at a place with his grains. going to be nothing, nothing. As soon as Gaiva enters, you lose Hashem. You lose Hashem. Not only your own mind loses Hashem, <clears throat> even see at the Shmaya that Hashem gives you the right ideas at the right time to succeed goes away also. So it's a very important <clears throat> to work on the idea is everything's Hashem. And of course, we're not so perfect, so there's Gaiva. But if we can utilize the Gaiva to say thank you, Hashem, for giving me Chizuk and go on to do more, so that probably would help. <clears throat> it's interesting on the other side I heard a nice story and we'll see if we can fit it into our talk if not at the end it's opposite fold but the truth of the matter is it's a similar fold <clears throat> because a person is an onav is also a smea pechelko you appreciate what you have if it's a grumpy husband a grumpy wife or a late husband late, late wife the money's not so good but we're trying Person's happy with the light, it's a big thing. That comes from humility. Sorry about this. Zusha, a person went to him and to ask for how to be happy, and he saw he had nothing. So someone asked, How are you so happy? This is what I have. So the story of a <clears throat> grandson's 
Davening next to his lady, his grandfather. And then when the grandfather said, Thank you, Hashem. The grandfather bursted out crying. Bursted. Afterwards, uh, <clears throat> grandchild said, Hey, I'm sorry for listening, but why during Modin? Crying is a whole bunch of other times. Because I'm so thankful for what I have. Doesn't mean he didn't have Agbas Nefesh. Didn't mean he didn't have up and downs. Doesn't mean that. But the attitude was he was so thankful to have children, grandchildren, great grand, and, and thinking about have a Torah life here and pretty healthy and et cetera, et cetera. He built up such a, a thankfulness, a Karsha Tov to the Boreolam that he cried from happiness. Sorry, the coastal a man where they saw a man crying and the whole story there. He went over to him. What are you doing? What's the matter? What's the matter? wrong. No, I'm crying because I buried him off my last child. <clears throat> so it's an important thing that his grandfather cried because of happiness. He said, because of crying, crying at a symbol of happiness, he feels that's where the brokers come from. That was very, very big with Ramilla. <clears throat> a similar thing. That the chorus had told the thankfulness. The Rebbe said, do chuva through the apple. Do chuva through the good things you have. So a person who is thankful, thankful, and cries to wish him, ah, look what I have, look what I have, look what I have, and look at the good that I have. So a person crying in that aspect will able to will be able to ask and get things. That's where he says broker comes from, but it all really stems from humility. If not, doesn't pat himself on the back. So there's two aspects, the idea of humility, humble, honor, dust, but not a negative dust. You know everything's Hashem. That's humility. That's humility. And the second stage is if your person feels that everything is such a gift, the person becomes happier. And you start realizing your modem is so much stronger. And it helps. It helps to think. We Our bodies are tired and we don't eat right and the ASR is working up down and around to make us feel terrible all the time like worse than ever because in the air it's like you, you know you don't have enough there's so much to gain you don't have it and missing 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 everyone's in my bakesh which means seekers so the old in the past we would seek okay but today is such stimuli dealing with what you don't have don't have don't have not only physically, but emotionally and <clears throat> spiritually, even as these tamakakum, he knows how to do this. So in every aspect we're being knocked. So we gotta fight a little bit <clears throat> to get back to Nukhanefesh. A little bit of being happy with what we have and the aspect of again humility. So <clears throat> Looking today a little bit at the Ten Commandments of Marriage again. First commandment is be realistic, expect the unexpected. And we know in marriage, there are ups and downs. <clears throat> we know before you get married, when you get married, there's always ups and downs. But this is real life. Before you got married, you went ups and down too. Went up and down too. You get married, all of a sudden, now you have someone to blame for your ups and downs. Don't blame anybody. It's usually all in our own perspective. Things that people go through usually are very similar. Different levels of are similar. 
Again, we have a low tolerance level today, too. So it's interesting. I heard <clears throat> a friend of mine told me a story that he just heard. Dealing with uh, little shtickle ups and downs, that it's a kind of normal thing. Expect the unexpected. It was a story about the stipler. So, and they witnessed uh, a tremendous scene many, many years ago. Young woman with a white flowing wedding gown was escorted into the home. And she spent a few minutes discussing with the guy in and the stipple usually didn't meet women directly so fast. So it was a real shock. In a wedding dress. It well it was well known that he didn't allow women to come in. And yet he received her. And as she came in, he submitted a paper. Most unusual. We hear later on what exactly happened. <clears throat> the night of a wedding was in B'nai Brock in the Yichud room in the joyous occasion and they was, everyone was so excited, so happy. All of a sudden, a black mouse scurried across the room and right between the feet of the cow and the chassan. The boat jumped up the Kala became shrieking, uncontrolled, uncontrollably. A newly wedding husband attempted to calm her down. As soon as the mouse dashed, it was all over. She cried, screamed, and said, The Simon Raw, Simon Raw, bad sign, bad sign. You can't get married and things like this. Simon Raw. She screamed. The family members couldn't quiet her down. Even a certain psychologist was there, couldn't quiet her down. Nothing worked. She kept saying Simmera is a bad sign, bad sign. Eventually, <clears throat> after that, they brought it to the stipler. She said the same thing, the same story. Stipler responded to her, I think you're 100% right of your assessment. It is not a good sign. Definitely not a good sign. No matter what anybody tells you, Psychologists, therapists, anybody's telling you, they are wrong, you are right. It is a bad sign. The caller right away looked at the tzaddik. Now, but now you must listen to something. It says in a Gomorrah that there is no wedding contract that has no issue, no problem. Everyone is getting married. There's going to be a problem somewhere. There's going to be bumps. There's going to be bumps. So he continued. He said the shidduch we see was nice. Right now, there's no arguments with the in-laws and the Chaznakala getting along. There's no issues. So Hashem sent this mouse now to go across to create the issue. <clears throat> that was your issue. That you cried and panicked. So that was your issue. And that's it. That should be the only issue. And here and onward, you will see joy and happiness, he relieved the kala and she left. And back to the wedding. So you see the insight a little bit here <clears throat> that in marriage is ups and downs. <clears throat> There's always going to be bumps. It's a known fact to be bumps. And on the other hand, also, someone said to me something very nice this morning also, but there are bumps, but as bumps go on and off, we see many of the bumps are the same bumps. 
and we have to learn how to deal from one bump to the next. For example, and told me this, this week's Pasha concerning Joseph in the pit. First of all, his coat is ripped off and he's in the pit. Eventually he gets out. And we know later on what's going to happen with wife of Potiphar. She also grabs his coat off and he's also goes into a pit. So what's the connection? <clears throat> Friend of mine didn't see it anywhere yet, but said maybe you see that he went through it once and he saw Hashem pulled him out. So now you pull him out again too. It's a big thing. Most of the times our little stumbling blocks, we've experienced partial bits of it before. It's important to be realistic and expect the unexpected. It's very, very important that the idea again of being an anav and not to expect too much and to not put yourself on the pedestal because most of the time our response is out of ego not out of the house is a mess therefore the children will wake, grow up properly therefore therefore that's usually not the thinking how it's going to disturb the growth that's going to be an eternal growth for our family that's usually not it's usually our own finickiness and that's normal, but we have to understand soon as we experience something we don't like, and it could be again and again, and if we don't have the right attitude, it becomes a little ego, egotistical, because you're feeling this, this is, how can he do that? How could she do this? So what happens is it's really our own little ego here. And as soon as one's own ego comes, we just learn from Yaakov Vinu, Malach, <clears throat> that what happens? That person loses Yatishmaya. As soon as the person is the ego gets in there, and we don't live like the dust, so all of a sudden we're going to lose Yatishmaya, not only at the moment saying things we shouldn't say, but that our own Yatishmaya, Shem's ideas that he gives us to succeed will go away then our response and other things too won't work out well so it's an important thing for example <clears throat> to get married it's a married of Kedusha married of Kedusha and when you walk into a messy house it's something to think about Oh yeah, Rabbi Hamburg once told me he went to a fetish sweater factory and he spoke, he went there, he said, big mess. Wow, all over the place. And he said to the boss, wow, what a mess. He goes, yes, business is booming. <clears throat> so be realistic, expect the unexpected. If it's messy, help. Say to yourself like the modem, thank you, I have a family, Hashem. We better a quiet house all alone. But that's modem comes in. The idea of being thankful and grateful. Even you prepare a block before, you know what it's going to look like. And sometimes, again, it's not so simple. If you're a certain person who's very, very much likes things in its place, it is very, very difficult to deal with a mess or something that you consider a mess. But this is something, again, you have to try to squash your ego 
become numb, see the situation. For the right thoughts, how to act, react, how to help. It's a big thing. How, and if you can control, again, if you can go down a block saying, modem, modem, all the good things you have, and prepare to become numb, not going to feel, and prepare to be proactive, it could be a different scene. <clears throat> and you should also, that it's good to ask, ask advice. You say, say, look around over and over every week. I don't know whoever is listening, if anyone decided to pick a Rebbe since we spoke last, but it's time to do it. Because then when both parties have a rub, and the woman knows the rub also is fair to her, then you have a, it helps a lot. You're still going to have your ups and downs. So, and also he <clears throat> comes in, and sometimes you see Mr. Grump, or Mr. Go on the computer. And many things, it doesn't help. <clears throat> you say it's the half hour, then goes out, whatever it is. That's not so simple, ladies. <clears throat> so what do you do? Expect the unexpected. And the question, what do I do? Yell and scream, yell and scream. I don't know, maybe it'll help. My guess is he's going to run him further. But this is, again, it's bothering you. Your rot zone says it's wrong. And I can't take it. He's not helping me. It's a little bit of one's own gaiva, a little bit, even though she's right, maybe. But still, it's a little bit, how can you do this to me? And that feeling, she will lose Siat Deshmaya. And then lose how to act him in general. So there's a possibility too. She comes, she's thinking about a beautiful family she has, and her husband is busy, he comes home, <clears throat> and how to deal with it. How to deal with it in an active way, in a productive way. So we mentioned many times, when the husband comes home, he can have a little spread for him. I told you a story, a woman called me, I want out, I want out, I want out, I want out. And all of a sudden, so I said, when he comes home, have something that's bread, watermelon spread, and she did it. All of a sudden, he was a new man. So she was using humility, using shmata is using cunning, being akev, being a yakov. Then siyatishmaya answers no matter how to do, when to say, and you'll see a shem will give you the right words. You'll be shocked. Whenever a person tries to connect, Hashem will give you the right words, the right time, and the right situation, and you'll end up seeing situations you thought were going to be totally, totally destructive. <clears throat> you'll see Hashem is in the right thing at the right time, the right words, the right phone calls, whatever it is. And the man comes home, the woman's complaining. So, again, if you don't get that watermelon, it's not so simple. So you know this is going to happen. So if you know this is going to happen, you have to see. Not easy. A whole day. Busy. Especially the children. <clears throat> so what do you do? Same thing. To come in, the beginning, take the complaints. Not easy. Maybe a little donut before you come in so you're a little relaxed. 
and see what all the complaints are about. <clears throat> think that's Yatishmai. You won't be able to think properly if you don't hear. <clears throat> I mentioned no tension zone. Chizuk, encourage me to your mate. Emmets, next year, sure, whatever you need. And third, even if you disagree, you have a point. Let me listen to you. And many times you'll see with the lady, the other way around too, what's what's going on. And then maybe, maybe, maybe I get help. Recently someone told me they come home and comes home and then she complains and rightfully so. The morning, can't get the kids up, homework, forget about it, then getting to bed, he comes home you know, late. Work or learning. So what we what are we gonna do? So let's think. You come home ready to help. I said in the mornings. If you could help, good. But you have to tell the wife, you and your wife are on the same page. Children have to know you and the wife are on the same page. If they do something in the wrong morning they shouldn't do, I was gonna find out. If you do something you should do, I was gonna find out. Same when they come for homework and same with the time to go to bed. Everything one page. She has to know security. She has no stability. The Abba's with her. I mentioned not to fight with the choosing too much. Say it once or twice. They don't want to do it. So Abba will come home and talk with him. Hopefully he comes up with a also sensible head and a thinking way. And he's able to calmly, nicely deal with them. All of a sudden you can calm her down telling her that. And when you come home, some men come home and right away they get a bite or go on the couch or wake up the children and wish them good night. And she works so hard to get them into the bed and he works in a matter of uh, 10 seconds, he takes them all out of the bed. And he wants to go out to learn afterward or go out afterward. What's going on here? So therefore, they say on his part to come home and right away you're helping. If you have to lay with the children too, lay with them in the bedroom, lay with them. Help, help, help. <clears throat> and that this calms down a little bit. So then you go a little further. Next morning, a little note there. You're wonderful. We'll call during the day. What do you need? You come home the same format. And if you can get up one night a week, take a little walk with her, take her out, shop this afternoon walk. You could do a little something special. Maybe buy her something. Maybe someone bought his wife a nice ring. These are all things that <clears throat> a person who has siyat Maya and calmness of mind can do and not to react right away. Because again, expect the unexpected could be the most, the most, <clears throat> could be the biggest reason why there's troubles. And not only expect the unexpected, it's expecting the expected already. And Seipel's story was an unexpected one with the, with the black mouse that ran across the room. And she used to call her when I have a Kaylee. But the bumps, the bumps are normal. So important again, <clears throat> to be like Yaakov. And be Akev. And be humble. And don't get your own, as soon as you start, the dreadles and starts going, and you're ranting and raving, even though you could be right. But you, as soon as you get that, Anger, anger usually is a little bit going against my rod song, which means a little bit of gaiva, a little bit of arrogance, a little bit, a little bit. 
And that little bit, you lose sight. You lose Manukas and Nevish. You lose Siat Lishmaya. So then it's not going to come out so good no matter what. <clears throat> and with that again, if you could focus a little bit on the Modim part, on the Sveilpatelko part, on the crying part for happiness part, you can come in and right away up the simple dick away help. And a wife too can help a little bit. She works hard, but when the Appa comes home, she could do also a little you know, song and dance. A little something for him to eat. And then also when she can speak to him privately about the different things going on with him, going on with her, how they work together better. And it's all possible. It's all possible. So expect the unexpected. And be realistic about it. And a person can succeed. <clears throat> the second commandment would be is keep routines. This is hard. A person that's not an honor, not humble, you cannot keep routines. All of a sudden, a man and wife had a little something at night. Argument. Unfortunately, we'll see the next commandment. Don't go to sleep in the midst of an argument. So all of a sudden, she has a routine. She wakes up a little early to make him a little lunch. Or at night, make him lunch. He's upset now. Not so simple to squash. Go back to the state of being an unknown. I have a husband. To make him that same lunch. Keep that routine. Not so simple. Not so simple. Or husband's upset. All of a sudden the wife needs some money for something. All of a sudden in his head, <clears throat> he's ready to hold back. So again, we have the ego involved. A little bit of gaiva involved. And that takes away Siat Dishmaya. So keeping routines <clears throat> shows a great deal of humility. Every morning, <clears throat> she makes a munch, there's lunch. Every morning, when he leaves, he said, put the coffee on for her. Or he makes her to think it's a little clean in the mornings. Whatever it is, <clears throat> the routine must be kept. And what went on the night before? The morning, some morning connection husband and wife should always make. Even a little note hello, a call hello. And just to keep the positive and, and suck in that pride. She hurt me, he hurt me. <clears throat> it's very crucial to realize this bit of another, of realizing that it all's from Hashem and realizing that I have to keep trying, and that will be success. You will see tremendous yat Maya. And then lunchtime, a little phone call. How you doing? What do you need? Back and forth a little bit. <clears throat> then coming home, we just mentioned the routines <clears throat> with the little spread for him, a little spread for her, a little help, etc. One team business. Because it's, it's important to keep these routines. Keep husband and wife on the same page. Routine, if you always go out Tuesday night, no matter how mad you are, you go out, take that walk around the block. Once in a while you go out, I know a couple, a bit of trouble, so he went away for the weekend with her. It took months to get through to him to say such a thing. 
What if you're not in a routine of saying thank you in the morning? Saying please to your wife or vice versa. And a person would call me complaining about the husband. And if I said, do you say hello to him? No, I'm waiting for the hello from her. Start the routine. Please thank you. Please thank you. And notice things around the house, from the laundry to the kitchen. And even though there might be messy over here, but also there's a lot of good food coming, a lot of nice laundry you're wearing. <clears throat> so to keep the routine is really crucial. The more routines, the good routines you could have, you rekindle, rekindle, rekindle. There's a certain routine where a miller man years ago passed Miller's age. So I had to ask, is that a job? <clears throat> Some sort of garments, or sewing sweaters, a big factory. And they moved to Virginia. <clears throat> so they went to Red Miller, what do I do? <clears throat> the family's here, yeshivas are here. We're talking about many years ago. <clears throat> so the business offered that they pay for him to fly down there something on Sunday and come back Thursday night. The Rev said, yes, do that. Make sure there's a connection with your lady. When you come home, you're all for the family. So he went there. 29 years he did this. And it's way the fact it was all women. And at night he was in a hotel. And he didn't let anyone visit him. No one can visit him. And every night he told me. He'd call his wife up. Before he went to bed, or it'd be earlier also, but he called her definitely for this reason. One reason was to say, I love you, honey. I love you, honey. Four words. And he said, those words pay bigger dividends than almost any other thing he ever did. I saw them once when I, back, I was in the back of the car with him, his wife were in the front, and they were talking like teenagers. Sweetie this, sweetie this. But you see, it was rekindled. We could do these things when you see how much your mate really means to you. No matter what they do, how much. <clears throat> the Gemara this week, Evamos is talking about Rav and all the different difficulties, and and yet she gave him life. I told her last week the story. Miller, concerning the lady years, he had a close to 90 probably, it was like an open heart. He felt he was with in the hospital and a son-in-law was there, grandson-in-law, sure. Sadie, what's happening here? Well, I don't feel I need the operation. People heard the story before. And, and the Rebbe was pretty much in control of his body, but the doctor said yes, and his wife, the Rebbe was very, very nervous, very nervous. So the Rebbe said, I'm here because of my, my wife is really too nervous. <clears throat> the son of the spoke more and said, how far does the president go to show for Shona Bias? And the rabbi can't be like this, this far, at least. And we have to understand what the operation meant. I thought about it last week, again. Years before, I was at a chasana outside the family. I was holding the rabbi's overcoat. It was delayed for a while. And the rabbi looked at me and said, I have a big bechina, I have a test. I'm going up to Shemayim soon. I'm going to be talking to the Boreoma. I got accountability every second. I have a bechina coming up. I don't have time. After that, I don't know how many chasm would outside the family. But the point I was saying to myself, 
to get an operation in the later, later, later years, not only meant that one time thing, I meant weeks and weeks and months and months with pain and not be able to learn and who knows what. And that's what it meant for Sheldon Bias. This week, your wife asked you to spend five minutes to do something. Five minutes is a lot better than an operation. But this is how far we have to go. This, this is an application. This is what it says in the Kasuba, and this is what it says in life for men and women, how far you have to go. But we get involved in, in the, the Western way of thinking, love and feeling, this and that, which is, of course, uh, urgent and something we have to, you know, we mentioned attention, appreciation, affection, but still we have to get <clears throat> tuned that a husband helped give me life. Because this way I have a little home stickle home. You're blessed with children. These are not so simple things. Alone you wouldn't make it. <clears throat> and many times it's really loss of focus for husband and wife that causes trouble. And people today instigate more trouble. When you see children are pretty normal, it means really they're both doing a good job. They just didn't learn to get along. And most of them would get along if they knew... <clears throat> that this is worth eternity. Or sometimes we act better with other people outside the family. The strangers we sometimes act at work, oh, proper, proper, proper. Either way, men or women, we come home, all of a sudden we let it all out. <clears throat> so it's important to really, how far do you go for your mate? It's a big, big thing. And being a jump, how far do you go for your children? How far do you go for your parents? How far do you go for so many different situations? It's really important. We have to stop the magay for this. A plague of separation. A plague. And mo most of it is a lack of focus. Lack of reality. It's not realizing like Rebstiple's disciples said. There's bumps, bumps, bumps. It says openly. This bump, this bump, and a lot of the bumps are very similar for all people. Some a little more than others. Some are really more than others. But even the most outrageous cases <clears throat> seen over and over again. Most outrageous cases where people can turn around. And so much more to our cases, general everyday cases. Because with stress as it is and bother as it is and depressed as it is, there's so much I mentioned here. It's a hard banging all the way, making us feel like nothing, getting us confused, making us yell. So what happens is so the mate is the one. I can tell you stories. <clears throat> one story, a woman came over to me and she became from, my husband came from, but he then went back to watching his football games, go back to his drinking and a whole bunch of things. Had a few couple of children already, and she was out of the house. But she felt, I don't know, he did he did turn to Yiddish kind of things were good. But so <clears throat> there was a connection made with him finally. And he was told, "Listen, alcoholic stuff. You got to go to AA. Work. We got to get you to work. And we'll learn a little bit with you too. And after a couple of weeks, ah, I'm ready to go back." The answer was no. Six months. On six months until things were more settled. All of a sudden, she was patient on how she did it. 
And he also became a little patient. They went on a date. They dated a little while. After a year, they were back in the house together. Three kids came after that. One story. There are many stories like this. <clears throat> These are the extraneous circumstances with a husband and wife. I can, I can tell you that the women have done things, Jewish women in marriage, to save the day beyond, 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 beyond. And there were men who did things beyond, 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 beyond to save marriages, to save their marriage that were difficult. But honestly, most of us don't have that extreme, extreme. We make it extreme. Smart. But again, there's going to be bumps. There's going to be bumps, that black mouse that makes you scream. So keep the routines is very, very important. Just do squash that ego. Squash the Yatza. Squash, squash, squash the Gaiva. It's, it's good, the squashing. Gaiva should be, I'm happy to be a Jew. Gaiva should be that Yantav. Walk around the Lulav High. Walk around Big Day Shabbos. Walk around with my Gomorrah open. I'm ready to learn. Walk around in my sneeze attitude. No matter what the world says, there's so much to be gaivadik about in a way that's serving Hashem. If they're a commandment, <clears throat> make peace as soon as possible. Also, deals with being an honor. Again, the Yaakov Bina was tested. And the Malach of Esau Ah, Yisrael, your name, you're great, you're super, everything, everything, everything. Ready for Yaakov to show a little bit of gaiva. But he didn't. So the Rav said on that, he himself also doesn't, compliments, runs away from. People serving him runs away from. It takes a person away from me. The divine providence, the right thoughts, the right ideas, the right situations. <clears throat> Making peace as soon as possible. It's so urgent. It's harder today. <clears throat> One thing that is hurt, this is texting. Husband and wife, now they can throw in the extra words, which we might not do on the phone and definitely might not do in person. But since now they're doing, doing texting, now I'll do it on the phone, now doing it in person too. Everyone, the mouth is bigger. We speak our mind, right? That's definitely. Not Torah, but we speak our mind. Barak said communication means MS, constructive, constructive. <clears throat> but I've seen texts. If someone texts this, and the other one texts back, and adds this, and all of a sudden it goes back and forth and becomes an intellectual conversation, an emotional conversation, and eventually a big fight. <clears throat> Very dangerous. Texting, if you see your mate a little upset, very nicely. We're both getting a little upset here. I'm getting a little upset here. Whatever, whoever, don't blame the other party. It's your fault, of course. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Anything to get out of a argument. And you'll see later on. It won't be held against you. Already something's being be held with you that you're able to stop. Because the little mohill turns into a bigger mohill and a mountain and everything else. So as soon as the texts get a little wild. Please, you be the one to stop. If you have a rabbi, we'll talk later. We'll speak to the rabbi later.
And you got another text back. Sweetheart, please. But I want to answer now. Please, let's try. Try to make the, rec the talk beforehand. That texting, as soon as texting gets a little out of hand. <clears throat> yep, talk about it before. It stops until we see each other in person or until we meet each other with our rabbi, whatever it is. Make peace as soon as possible, whatever it takes. Sorry, I'm wrong. I hear your point. I'll try to do better. And you're going to hear, well, you said that yesterday. But anything to calm. As soon as there's calm, there's a nefesh, humility. Then you have a chance to make progress. You have a chance to talk when everyone's calmer later. <clears throat> make peace as soon as possible. Urgent. There's no question about it. And again, today with the texting and the, all the other gadgets makes us not. You can keep going, going. I heard, I can't tell you. I heard too many conversations with texting because they show me. I'm saying to myself, why don't one of you stop? Why don't you want to stop? Just stop. <laughs> so it ends up, ends up being like a, like a war. You didn't do, you didn't, you didn't fix the sucker yet. You didn't put up the sucker yet. It could have stopped. Well, I was busy. You're always busy. And it goes back and forth. Oh. Until you were born like this. So it was very crucial. Make peace as soon as possible. But again, abak, the dust, the little tinge. Maybe the ache of a little bit of humility. To be able to suck it in. To go, this is constructive. This is constructive. Like Rabrock said, words have to be constructive. As soon as you make peace, you go to sleep a little grumpy. Sleep. And Rev Miller said, be in the same room. Don't sleep in different rooms. Never, 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 never. <clears throat> sleep in the same room. Wake up and who could be the one to send the first note? Maybe it might mean to take out for dinner. Maybe it might mean a nice ring. Who knows what it means? Whatever it is, make that peace as soon as you can. In other words, sometimes the fourth commandment, sometimes there's a word to get. People throw it out. <clears throat> to threaten. Such a dangerous thing. Again, when a person who threatens with that is really he or she has been so frustrated. And but unfortunately it's against your rutzon, against what you feel. So this is the only way you can win the argument or, or keep the other person quiet or unfortunately make the other person more irritated, more furious, which happens many times. It's not worth the ch chance. Therefore, you need your outside party. You need all this to talk beforehand, concerning the text, the talks beforehand concerning bringing up children, talk beforehand concerning having a Rebbe, all talks before and so when situations come up you're not you have to jump and seize and figure out figure beforehand but the word is so destructive so as soon as it's mentioned the rough said you plant a seed a seed especially today it's a real seed it's, it's and it also deals with the idea no what do you mean i'm gishmat they didn't jump over me no 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 you don't know what other person's going through sometimes <clears throat> and 
somehow to find out. Somehow to find out it's it's urgent. I told you story about Brock, write a Talmud, we always tell a story. <clears throat> I got a roommate like twenty thirty years ago, who knows? <clears throat> and the roommate was out of town from out of town and played music and we the Bucher told the man the to stop. Please, we want to sleep now. He threw things at him. And Rabbi Brock, what do I do? Rabbi Brock said, first thing when he throws it, pick it up and put it back where it belongs. Give him a hug. What? I'm Yishmat. Pick it up. Put it in his place. Give him a hug. How do you wipe that? He's just sitting all over me. Pick it up. Put it in his place. Give him a hug. He did it. Then all of a sudden, they became friends. And they stopped this nonsense, this other fellow. So... Again, he didn't understand his bulk until he got married. He had children. His children came home. One child came home and got crayons riding around the riding around the house. And he said, stop and try to give him a potch. And everything was like a negative kind of thing. Or even saying, you're going to get <clears throat> cake. Nothing helped. And then later on that night, the son goes, Abba, Abba. The Rebbe screamed at me. So he realized the boy was bothered by something. Bothered. Bothered. He gave him that hug with the Malachim or whatever it is. So you see, when to yell out words because you're upset and you feel like you had your final blow, a final knock, no, 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 it's not the correct way to go. Not the correct way to go. The last one we'll mention today, we mentioned loyalty. Loyalty is if chizlik, chizlik to your mate. That's hard. <clears throat> when you feel like you made not giving it back, you're not giving it back. You know, you have to do what you have to do. You have to do what you have to do. See the avak, the little tinge of dust, the one who lets things go by, but the one who would another will get and all the answers will come your way. All the brokers will come your way. And I want to get schizzed to the other person means you're going to have thankfulness to the other person because you're going to notice and that's the modem the story of the Zayda was crying during modem because he was so thankful so it goes together it goes together it goes together oh my look what Hashem gives me our reaction has to be that way to our mate no ego as soon as you got ego you lose clarity and Hashem takes away his his brachas and clarity of mind and then we have to continue then with the modem the thankful the attitude Gratitude. And then with all that, of course, the Selah Harav. It's time now to start Hanukkah coming to Hanukkah mode. You see, the Gaiva was for Hashem. And you see, the happiness was for our Torah and for what we have. So start now, start now, start now to say and do the right thing. You know, everything's from Hashem. Connect with Hashem. This is Ben Sion Greiper, 718-339-6020. Text is 347-927-8398. Live radio, 712-432-4217. And www.jradio.com. Donations. Comments, even have a little book called Diamond Polishing. You can always be in touch. We'll send you it. Or if you need any of the videos or any of the talks. 